Shut up and sit down. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. Oh, so cool when we get somebody else to do it with us. <laughs> I practice all day. Right? Yeah. All right, we're on the show today in a big block realty office with Heather. Heather. Heather Kearney. Yeah. Heather Kearney. Thanks nice. for having me. Yeah, of course. Thanks for coming on the show. So we met Heather at the big block holiday party, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. We uh, we it was kind of a happenstance, right? Yeah, that was a hell of a hell of an event. First of all, though, that was that night that San Diego essentially flooded. Yeah, it like, was like three feet deep downtown, and we had to take alternate routes just to get to the party that night. Yeah, did it you look at the GPS crazy. that night? I mean, we we GPS where we we're supposed to go, and everything was red. Yeah. Everything was redded up. I still have a picture of it. I'm going to show you in a minute. Keep talking. All right, all right. So anyways, so we show up drenched, right? First of all, I was wearing a suit that day. I was wearing a suit. I was, I was, you know, nice, dolled up. That was that was that day. Everything red. Yeah, if you're on our Instagram page, you're seeing the uh, the red in downtown, all the street, like, all the streets uh, on GPS. So anyways, we were dressed up nice. We had to pump gas, and just from my house to the gas station in the process of trying to pump gas, I got so wet, I was like, oh, I'm changing. There's no way I'm going to ruin this suit with all this rain. I don't, I don't know. How was your experience? Same, actually. Uh, so we ended up doing like a little bit of pregame before the holiday party, and we went up to the Hyatt. Mm-hmm. And so there was lightning and thunder all up above, and then we Ubered back to the party, or when we went to the party. And uh, we had to take alternate routes, and it took us like an extra half hour because there were streets that were just flooded. <laughs> wow. And then they dropped us off right before, like we were – there was like a street right before the actual party so we were we had to walk in in the rain and we just like put coats over us and just hauled tail into it real quick so so are you a san diego native yeah born and raised nice nice so you don't own an umbrella either no 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 no, not at all that's the big thing right (laughs) yeah i was like what is this wet stuff on the street because we get rain right i mean we get sprinkles we don't really rain rain. Right. Maybe one or two days out of the year where we get some rain, but that just didn't let up. Like it kept going and going. Mm-hmm. It was Energizer Bunny rain. Yeah, it was a good two or three days and it was like torrential downpour. Yeah. Sure. yeah. But I was like, you know what? I have faith in San Diego. We will rebuild. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we will rebuild. <laughs> we started the. Uh, I survived the 2018 storm, San Diego storm. Yeah, we should make shirts. Yeah, yeah. I survived. Yeah, send them to the East Coast and be like, I hate you. Yeah, yeah. We, we literally get rain like six times a year, and that was probably the worst one I've seen in, I don't know, six years maybe. Yeah, you're you're mocking us, aren't you? Yeah, anyway, so Heather, yes, tell us about you. Tell us about, uh, let's see, first of all, how long have you been with Big Block? How long have you been in real estate? I got into real estate, uh, actually got my license last April. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then uh, got into the industry, learned as much as I could, as quick as I could, mm-hmm. and uh, found out about Big Block and their business model, and it was a no-brainer for me. So I just switched over with them in October of this year. So still a baby with the Big Block family, but best decision yet. So, nice. Yeah. Nice. Is there anything you can tell us about uh, big blocks uh, business model as you said that really made you kind of nail down that decision that you were like yes this is where I want to be 
100% commission. Yeah. <laughs> it comes down to the dollars, dude, right? Hey. Absolutely. It comes down to the dollars. Yeah. No, 100% yeah, commission yeah. makes a big difference, mm-hmm. especially if you're closing, right? Yeah. If you're actually doing deals, you know, 100% of everything, 100% of a, a full commission is good, mm-hmm. but 100% of zero is still zero. But so you have been making deals. That's what, that's what I was leading to, right? I have been making deals, yeah. Um, it's funny because I think back to my very first deal, and that was three weeks after I got into real estate. And it was kind of a, a not it was a do or die situation where it was uh, execute, like I needed to execute quickly. So I was at my first open house and didn't have time to advertise for it or really prep for it. I had some signs and did a little bit of door knocking the day before and went to my open house. Nobody showed up for like a good two hours. And I thought, well, if nobody's going to be here, I'm going to go talk to people in the neighborhood, get to you know see what's going on around here. And so I did, started door knocking. And uh, two houses down from where I was at, this couple, I started having a conversation with them. They're like, well, we're thinking about listing our property in a few weeks, but it's not ready yet. Um, you know, and they challenged me kind of like, well, we're thinking doing of like purple brick or for sale by owner. And I was like, okay, well, uh, I'm going to put some stuff together for you and like educate you guys. So you know exactly which route to take. So I put together like a listing, uh, agreement or like listing package for them and brought it back to them, knocked on their door. They didn't answer, left it for them. Uh, a week later, I put it back together again, a whole nother package, knocked on the door. The wife answered. I said, hey, I know you guys were thinking about doing purple bricks. I explained their business model, explained that what my business model was, what I could do for them. And they wanted to just hurry up and sell it for 410000 I said, you guys are doing yourself a uh, disservice. disservice. Uh-huh. I said, I know based off of the comps, I can get you 430000 And they're like, really? You sure? And I'm like, yeah. So met up with them, did a whole listing presentation a couple days later, got the listing agreement. Uh, did photos, staging the whole bit, and ended up getting uh, above ask in nine days with multiple offers. Nice. Yeah. And it Very stemmed, cool. yeah, it, the, I mean, this is all a great story, right? I mean, this mm-hmm. is all the good good things you did, yeah. but you kind of grazed over probably the most important part, which was when your open house wasn't going so hot, mm-hmm. you took a proactive approach. Yeah. You went out and did what a lot of people won't do is door knock. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and you got in front of the you know people around the area they saw the sign mm-hmm. it's not like they hadn't seen the sign before right. so you know they're probably thinking they're one curious mm-hmm. right and two if they're interested in selling now they're talking to somebody who's actually in the business right right and that that's the differential for me about what you were doing on in that particular situation well i think door knocking is so underrated um because number one it gets you in front of people like a phone call can't do that you get facial interaction and once you begin to talk to people about their property and what they've done to their house and you know their investment that's one of the largest investments you can have in life people get into it and people get into it really quickly so they're um very very motivated to talk about their personal belongings their neighborhood their community and as soon as i get that going then i've created a relationship and i'm able to communicate and follow up with them Oh, so in other words, you're not going out and making, you know, collecting leads, you're building relationships. Yeah. I mean, that's a huge, that's a, that's it's key. a huge differentiator. Yeah. So, okay. You said that your first open house, you didn't have very many people show up, right? Right. How was, have you done open houses after that? Absolutely. What have you changed since? Uh, I pick my open houses on Monday. 
So if I'm going to do an open house Saturday, Sunday, I pick it Monday, set it up to where I can begin advertising early on. So I'm not picking an open house Thursday, Friday. There's very little time. So I can reach a broader range of people with when I put it posted on, you know, Redfin, Zillow, Trulia, all those websites for real estate. Then I do Facebook ads, right? So I'll Facebook ads and be like, hey, we got an open house. This is what's going on. This is I'll promote it with like cookies or, you know, just little things like that for the community and they like it also door knock circle dial make sure everybody knows what's going on with that open house for that weekend so So it's not just putting out signs and putting out some balloons and hoping people stop by no not even close that was probably the first one yeah yeah Yeah. right but you learned real quick i just wasted a bunch of time sitting in this open house doing nothing yeah right you know that's that's awesome that that is going to be the big differentiator in other words you know when when we talk to a lot of agents who when they do an open house they do exactly that they're like hey i'm going to do an open house they put out their signs Mm -hmm. and then they sit and watch maybe like a football game or they're on their phone or whatever it is but and they or wonder watching why a football game on their phone. Yes, yeah. But they wonder why nobody's walking through the door, right? They get the onesie twosie little clientele. And it's I'm, usually a neighbor. And it's just like knows a neighbor. Yeah, 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 exactly. But now after you've developed a plan, right, you actually do some work. Yeah, right? Yeah. Which is, you know, like we always keep saying, Wow, you know, it's what, what a concept. Do some work. <laughs> yeah. Right. And you you promote the open house ahead of time. Mm-hmm. You got a whole week's worth of promotions, yep. door knocking, yep. dialing. Mm-hmm. You're going, you're getting out there and telling people what it is. You're even doing Facebook ads, which, you know, not hundred percent sure you need to, but it helps bring traffic, right? And yeah. it helps put your name out there. Mm-hmm. Now what's the traffic like at your open house? Oh, it's brilliant. Uh, I had an open house last Saturday for a listing that's been on for almost a month now. And as a, it wasn't a flip, but it was a renovation. House looked great still in the market and uh i was like i wonder why it's still in the market because it was priced really well mm-hmm. so i held an open house advertised and the lender showed up as well who was like the listing agent's father oh so he's like family commit yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. He, so he goes this is the most traffic we've had at this listing since we've had it listed well i mean that's the difference though right mm-hmm. i mean you 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 decided to get into this business and you're learning while you're earning right so yeah yeah, the first deal you did yeah the first i mean open house you did it sucked right but you didn't let it end there no you you ended up finding another listing appointment out of it yep which was great Mm -hmm. now you're getting traffic to these people now now like if you know there's a lot of agents who have listings right and they would love for you to have an open house all you got to do is ask Uh, right and and they'll love for you to hold it open because they don't really want to be there on the weekend but it, you are actually doing some work. It's the easy, it, it, I I mean, I've done a couple different jobs in my day and this is probably the easiest and most rewarding. And I know that's usually like the opposite, mm-hmm. but it definitely hands down beats the nine to five. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. Don't get it confused out there listeners, by the way. It beats a nine to five, but it's not that you're not working. No, you no, no. You are still no. doing Yeah, absolutely. Work, and right? and th- the other thing is, is like, there's been times where I've answered phone calls at 4.30 in the morning because I have an East Coast seller mm-hmm. who inherited a property over here. They need to sell it. I'm selling their property. And the only time that they can talk is early in the morning before they go to work. So I've taken phone calls at 4.30 in the morning, gone over like business strategies and all these different things of what we're doing with the with the negotiation aspects. So yeah, I'm definitely on at 4.30 in the morning still doing hustling, grinding, doing all that mm-hmm. stuff that I need to do. Yeah. But sure beats. You mean being available for your client when your client's available. Yeah. Because 4.30 for you is 7.30 for them. So that's a big difference, right? Yeah. yeah. 
No, all hashtag right. always on. Hashtag always on. Yeah, that's kind of our thing right now. Hashtag I like always it. on. I like it. I like it. Because <laughs> that's really what it is, right? Once you become self-employed, you don't stop thinking about this stuff. Mm-mm. It no. goes on over and over and over. You're committed to closing a deal. Otherwise, you don't get paid. Right. Right? So right. You're, you're making sure you're doing the best you possibly can to provide a service to your client so that, you know, their house gets traction and then people come in and, and you know, ultimately close the deal. So on your last uh, open house? Well, Sorry. no, 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 you're good. I was just going to say not only that, but your reputation's everything in this oh, business, absolutely. right? So people can leave reviews and you're only as good as your last deal, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So how did your last deal go start to finish? How was the end with your sellers? And um, my, like my last seller said, you know, a lot of people do a good job, but you did a fantastic job. Right. The last listing I had was on the market for six months. And the previous agent wasn't able to sell it. Just put a sign on in the lawn and let it sit for six months. Praying to the real estate gods. Yeah. 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 But, uh, but you came in? Yeah. I came in, had my staging team come in, um, and just did, we did new flooring. We put in uh, staging from all the different rooms, and we got multiple offers and like nine days. Yeah, see, that Again. makes a huge difference, yeah. right? Yeah. You, you, I mean, it's... You know, if you're going to walk out of your home in your pajamas, not do your hair, right? <laughs> you're going to put out an impression versus if you decide to take a shower, do your hair and put yeah. some makeup on, right? Absolutely. And, and it's the same thing when we're talking about a house. Mm-hmm. You can you can walk out in your pajamas and nobody's going to look at you or you can get dolled up and everybody's going to take a peek, yep. right? And that's what we want to do in real estate. We want everybody to take a peek. Absolutely. So let me ask you, after once you started doing these open houses the right way, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. you've been developing uh, a lot more leads from those, I'm assuming? Yes, a lot more leads and have a lot more in the pipeline. And I'm noticing like out of those transactions that I've had, then referrals start to come in. Like mm-hmm. I'm starting to get referrals now, which is really, really cool because that's effortless. That's just that's just um, like a return on my investment with treating people well, treating the transaction well. And I'm seeing that begin to come into play now, which is it's really, a, really cool. It's a testament to your service. Yeah, really. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Your the reputation, quality of your service. Yeah, your reputation yeah. precedes you, right? A little bit, yeah. And that, that, that's, a, that's always a good feeling, though, right? When, when you do good mm-hmm. work and somebody mm-hmm. really appreciates it mm-hmm. to the point where they're going to send their friends and family to you. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it really speaks to the quality of service that you're providing. Well, and it's the biggest, like I said, it's the biggest investment you're going to make, right? So I wouldn't just give it to any Joe Schmo or just somebody that I knew, even like family relative like i need to make sure that they're gonna treat it well do right by me yeah. right yeah. yeah yeah absolutely no it's it's funny that you say that we've talked about that multiple times before where the person that is close to you, your best friend your family etc and so on mm-hmm. you expect to get that listing so oftentimes real estate agents and insurance agents fall into that trap of well, since they know me and they know what I do, they're definitely going to give me that business, so I don't need to try as hard. But what you just said speaks to the fact that you're not going to do that. Not at all. No, 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 no. And one of the things that I really wanted to do when I started this business is I was like, I don't want to touch my sphere of influence yet. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to touch my family and my friends with my business because I wanted to prove to them and kind of like that I wasn't going to take advantage of that. Like mm-hmm. I really wanted to show that I had a quality product and almost like earn that business, earn that trust, even though that I knew, like I had people reach out, family and friends initially, but I was like, I didn't want to tap into that yet. And they always say tap into your sphere of influence, especially in the beginning, because you know, you're, you're having to work up and drum up business more. So you know I why that happens about, though, right? 
Why? Well, most brokers mm -hmm. are in what we call like a body shop industry. Mm -hmm. So they need to get people in the door, yeah. do those three or four circle of influence deals that most agents are going to do. And then that's about it. Mm -hmm. Most agents drop out of the business within three years and your license expires in four. <laughs> right. So most of the time brokers know that. So they need mm -hmm. to get in, get these deals done, get their splits mm -hmm. and then have these people, you know, go off and do whatever these very few. I mean, you got to go through maybe 10 agents to find the one yeah. that's going to go beyond their circle of influence. And, you know, what was interesting, too, is I didn't when I got my real estate license, I didn't realize the fail rate, the success to fail rates like 87 percent of people who get into real estate don't make it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that, I didn't know that. So I just like kind of jumped in. I was like, I can do this, no problem. And I was like looking at the statistics of it. And I was like, this is going to be awesome because I'm going to be able to like. Well, because you learned it. right off yeah, the bat yeah. that you, you need to work with people you don't know. Uh -huh. And if you can learn to do that, mm -hmm. you have a career ahead of you. Yeah. Because is, if, if yeah. you can only work with people you know, how are you ever going to prospect? How are you ever right. going to get new clientele? Mm -hmm. How are you even going to work with a referral? A referral mm -hmm. is usually something, somebody you don't know. It's somebody your friend knows mm -hmm. or your family knows, but not necessarily anybody you know. And I think you've attacked this business the right way. You're, you're going straight after you know the people I don't know mm -hmm. in a systematic way. You're following the process. You're yeah. picking up the phone. You're knocking on the door. Mm -hmm. You're putting together the presentation. You're yeah. going out there and doing the things that most people don't want to do. I mean, picking up the phone... <laughs> It's door like, knocking it's like a cardinal sin like like all of a sudden you know we're gonna get to work okay cool and they hop on their phone and they hop on their laptop and they answer emails never getting in front of a client never hearing no and that is gonna stop them from ever succeeding so i feel like um and this is maybe like this is one of the times where i'm like i'm glad i'm female i'm glad i'm blonde i'm glad i'm blue-eyed you yeah. know <laughs> because i'm not a threat when i'm knocking on doors Absolutely. they're like oh it's not two so they can't be religious right <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like well it's just a girl like let's open the door and see what's going on maybe she needs help yeah or something you know that's that's probably the mindset as opposed to like a single guy or whatever so it becomes more accessible i guess mm -hmm. and so i take advantage of it as much as i can Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. No, yeah, you use whatever advantage yeah. you can, right? Absolutely. For sure. Yeah, I've always said cute blondes are going to are gonna go in sales a lot easier than, you know, this this mug right this here, mug. right? This one. <laughs> it's way easier for you guys, but you still have to do the work, right? 100%. I mean, yeah. you, get that, you get the advantage of starting the conversation, mm -hmm. but you still have to start the conversation. Yeah. And that's, that's where most people tend to fall off. Oh, I think it's even more than that. You have to do the follow-up as well. And you've managed to do that and close multiple deals. I mean, everything that you do, everything that you're telling us right now, you're following all the steps and making sure everything happens. Follow-up is so key. And even like, even follow up with something that could happen six months to a year from now, like you have to nurture that relationship because it's, um, that's okay. Um, with relationships, it's like there might not be a deal now, but six months, a year down the line and with somebody, you know, that you don't even think could potentially be something, you just have to continually do that. Like I have a client right now who, uh, we put an offer in on a property in Carlsbad for like, it was like a 1.5. And it, we got outbid and there was all these situations that arose. Well, long story short is she found another property that she wanted and we're going to go ahead and put a bid on that as well. But she saw the consistency and the follow through. This has been months in the making since August and just doing, you know, relationship and going out to lunch, talking to them, getting involved with their families. They do a nonprofit uh, company out of uh, Hawthorne. And so just talking to them about that and, um, 
that's led to actually another referral just by not a transaction hasn't even come to fruition but just by like continuing on with the relationship and I met her through an open house as well and so I'm already getting a referral off of that but that's been what four months now and there's a couple things I want to drill down on right there yeah go for it go for (laughs) it first of all I mean you you keep calling them you know your leads or your clients or whatever but you're building friendships Right. Yeah. I mean, you like you, I, it sounds like you actually like hanging out with them. You know about their, you know, nonprofits. You hang out yeah. with them during lunch. Mm-hmm. You know, you keep in contact with them. Yeah. And I think that's where the, the, the industry's transi- transitioning from. Right. Mm-hmm. These are not leads. These are not, you know, clients. These are these are becoming your friends. And that's why you end up getting the referral base. hundred percent. Right. I mean, when you pick up the phone and call them, you don't pick up the phone and think, oh, I got to call this person. You think like, hey, man, what's going on? Yeah. Like, what's up? Oh, yeah. How, how, how's, you know, how are the kids? Uh-huh. How's the husband? How's the wife? How's the, whatever's going on in their particular, you know, how was the event the other day or whatever it is? You actually care. And then you get to the real estate stuff. And, yeah. And that's that's exactly what it is, is that's a lot of people will do stuff to get business. But I'm realizing that it's not so much sales. It's relationship. That's really, that's exactly what it is. But it's not, it, it's not that I do it because of the business. It's I do it because that's just genuinely organic and mm-hmm. who I am. Mm-hmm. And so it's not for the sale. It's literally for the relationship. I enjoy people. And um, people that you can do business with is even better. It's people that you like. That wait a minute, wait a minute. With. You were good at making friends before? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a concept. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? So it's just making That's friends ironic. and then yeah. reminding them what it is that you do. Yeah. Right? And yeah. then when their opportunity comes up, and mm-hmm. you're top of mind. Yeah. Amazing. I know. It's genius. It is. It's a it genius is. business plan. I, love it. I know. Yeah. yeah. It took me a long time it's to figure so it out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the secret is there, right? Don't tell anybody. I won't. I won't. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I called Harvard and was like, I need your best business plan. They're like, <laughs> friendships. I was like, done. 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 Yeah. Can I get a PhD in that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. All right. Uh, second thing I wanted to drill down on that was was with your open houses. So I'm assuming you have some sort of book or some sort of way that you're collecting information at an open house. CRM. CRM. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So I'll, I'll do a sign in sheet, of course. Um, what I try to do before I have them sign in is actually talk to them and have a conversation. Because if I come in and be like, hey, sign, uh, sign in, give me your phone number, like that's kind of yeah. a turn off. So I'll be like, hey, take a look around. Here's the information. Give them a flyer. Uh, I'll be like, hey, let me know what, if you have any questions when you're done. So they'll go through the property and then I'll check in on them, right? So they'll mm-hmm. be in the backyard. I'll go in and be like, isn't this a great backyard? Or I'll compliment something. And I always try and compliment the person, whether it be their outfit, their kids with their whatever it is their purse just to compliment them because people always like talking about themselves which is fine um but then it takes me down a different trail right so it takes them off the proper property and then i'm able to start a dialogue start Mm -hmm. a conversation and then it then it begins to like blossom and that's when i notice that there's a transition then i go back to real estate and be like oh okay let me have you sign in let let me talk to you about this if you're not interested in this property i have upcoming properties that you might be interested in and talk to them about that so that's kind of like my lead-in by the way which home in the neighborhood are you thinking of selling What's that? And that's the line I would drop at oh, that point. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> By the way, which home in the neighborhood are you thinking of selling? Because mm-hmm. usually at an open house, you assume that they're all buyers, right? right? Oftentimes, you assume that they're all buyers, people looking to buy that particular unit, mm-hmm. when in essence, it could be somebody just comping out the neighborhood, and yeah. they're interested in selling. So, you know, buyers buyers may be sellers in buyer clothing, so make sure we always ask. So my question was yeah. going to be on, uh, once you've collected the information, 
How soon do you follow up with them? Uh, it depends. Depends on my dialogue. Depends on the conversation. So I like to follow up depend like uh, email for sure. Sometimes I'll stop by their house. Like literally I'll stop by their house and be like, hey, just want to drop off. And I, I do little gifts too, like a little bottle of wine. Or um, if I know that like this last lady that I met Saturday, she's really into art. So I was thinking, okay, it's Christmas time. I'm going to go buy her like a little art set because she's thinking about possibly selling her home, downgrading with her and her husband to a smaller house. And I was like, oh, she likes to paint like the wooden fence in the backyard. Maybe I'll get her like a paint kit for her upcoming house that she's going to buy with me. So nice. and like drop it off at the the front porch. So you know it's just a little bit of reciprocity, right? You're planting the little seed in their mm-hmm. mind. Here's you mm-hmm. know a little gift. Thanks for taking the time to come out here. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And now you're they're thinking, how can I help you? Mm-hmm. Here's a question for you. <laughs> yeah. Do you take notes in your CRM or in the book that they sign, or do you just remember the? Do you just remember these little things about them? I rem- I have a pretty good memory, but I do put notes in CRM always, like because I am all updating it, right? So if I have a conversation with them, or like, oh, by the way, we looked at this house, we wanted to see if we could check it out, so I'll go ahead and put update the CRM, and then you know make notes of to what they like, what they don't like, so stuff mm-hmm. like that. But like the general impression, like with this lady, I was like, that that'll forever be in my embedded in my brain. Nice, sure. nice, yeah. and just. To get into the technical stuff because I like the technical things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the RMD is? Okay, so FirePoint is my is my go to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. FirePoint. Yeah, just curious. I had FirePoint for a while. It's actually a pretty good system. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, their sales reps are great. There's other ones out there that I've tried, like um, LionDesk and Sierra. Mm -hmm. Um, FirePoint is the one that I feel like works best with me. It jived with you. Yeah, it jived with me. That makes sense. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. It's important. It is important. important. The tools that you use are going to enhance your business. So Mm -hmm. if FirePoint is helping you out, then absolutely, that's that's the one to use. Yeah. So I'm just asking because some of our listeners out there, they may be uh, discussing CRMs and which ones they will use, which ones they won't use. So always, you know, when we get an opportunity... Uh, another little recommendation is I do my flyers on Adobe Illustrator uh-huh. and that's amazing. Like I've tried a couple different programs, but that one is hands down the best one for me that I, that I like to use. Easy All to right. easy yeah. move things around, yeah. create text. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 So FirePoint Enjoy. and Adobe Illustrator. If you're out there, yep. use them. Yeah. <laughs> Call sure. me Adobe. Call me FirePoint. No, I'm just <laughs> Call me Adobe. That's okay. Hashtag Adobe. Yeah, yeah, Hashtag yeah. FirePoint. Sh- yeah. There you go. There you go. Sponsor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Mo at FirePoint. Just throwing it out there. Mo Mo. <laughs> he was my sales rep when I was using FirePoint at the time. Oh, nice, nice. Okay. Right. Great guy. Anyways, um, so we're getting close to rounding the bend in time. So I wanted to make sure I gave you some time here to, uh, you know, speak out and say if anybody's uh, wants to get in contact with you specifically how do they get in contact with you yeah so i mean i'll i'll go old school and give them my phone number so it's 951-249-5712 also my uh, email address is alpha realty sd at gmail.com Ooh, i like that alpha thank you thank you the beginning how about any social media can we reach out to you via social media at all yeah it's a uh, prime real estate sd on instagram and then uh, Heather Kearney on Facebook. Nice, yeah, nice. Yeah. All right, one little surprise question that we always do. I want you to think about mm. somebody who's been a very good mentor to you. Someone who, uh, <laughs> someone who's helped you out in the industry who you think would be a great 
podcast interview. And then here's the thing. Once you, because uh, we're gonna make you drop the name, okay? Right, so we're gonna tag them as somebody that should be interviewed on the podcast, and then you gotta tag them on social media and put them in contact with us. But you don't tell them that they get tagged at the end of the episode, so they have to listen to the whole thing to hear their name. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! So um, think about it for a second. I'm gonna drop all our social media stuff. So yeah, go for it. And that way it gives you a little bit of time, right? Okay. All yeah. right. So make sure you guys, if you guys have any questions for Heather, if you uh, if you don't can't get in contact with her for whatever reason which i'm sure you easily can you can always drop us an email hernan at csfirst.com james at csfirst.com follow us on instagram facebook and twitter at business bros pod and we're gonna cut back to heather here and see whose name she's gonna drop okay so i always look for um okay so this person hasn't been a mentor yet and this person is a big block Uh, real estate agent and she has her own team and I got to talk to her at the holiday party and I am currently pursuing her for mentorship she doesn't know this yet but she she will but um we're meeting at the beginning of the year and have you heard of Val Ives she's uh yeah she won an award and she is the most humble person and I'm like finding tidbits about her where I'm like I know this 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 woman's gonna be a great mentor if i can squeeze in there and i'll tell you what attracted me to her was number one she's super humble that's fairly rare to find in a type a personality business yeah yeah (laughs) and she is dominating temecula region right now um i mean you can't go anywhere without seeing her face and she has a whole team underneath her um her all her team is doing well above six figures uh, annually um but yeah, what what the thing that attracted me to her was her humility. Um, from my understanding, she came to Temecula with like 300, 300 bucks in her, in her pocket with her and her husband and her family. And now she's at the top of, you know, her career and is just still so humble and kind. And awesome. she's like, if you need anything, call me. And so we're going to have lunch at the beginning of the year. And I look forward to learning from her. And most of all, you know, hopefully gaining some perspective and so now we get the tagger. Yeah. Her up, and we'll see if we Val. can get yeah. her on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Val, we're looking forward to chatting with you. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, Heather, thanks for coming out. My pleasure. I know, My pleasure. Uh, East Lake was a little out of your way, but you came out. And Absolutely. We enjoyed having you on. We learned so much. Me. I mean, you don't know how important it is to hear agents who are having success, especially in things as simple as open houses, mm-hmm. how people can kind of hate them because it doesn't work and not realize what they're not doing to, to be effective in that area. Yeah. I think that what you do today is going to help many many agents across the way i hope so, so thank you for being on the podcast my pleasure thank you all right that's yep. all we got for you guys today peace bye-bye and i'm out <laughs>